<laughs> oh, this will never not be weird. Hello, everyone. This is the Legal Process Podcast where we talk about process the process of becoming a leader. We make sense of it, we understand it, and we learn how to acknowledge and celebrate it. So, all of you out there, whether you lead a small team or a big team, whether you're starting or you're in, in the middle of the process, ha ha. We, we love having you here. Um, join us for episodes with other leaders, episodes thinking about topics concerning leadership. And yeah, well, let's get right into it, right into it. Hello, hello there. This is your friendly neighborhood pun man going back to you with another pun for the week so what do you call a bee that hasn't made its mind up a maybe person of interest I have a confession so I've spent the last few days of editing the days that I came to edit which was mostly last week and a bit of today's editing session trying to look for a person of interest and the truth is I have none and I have a really good reason for having none um I is the good reason a defense no but it's a good reason I I just I I didn't do much of looking around the world for someone interesting to present you guys with and I've sat here in this house thinking who do I put up who do I put up and because I really long to be authentic and real with you people I was like I have no one so I'm not going to make something up because it's not true but I will say this that putting this out there has challenged me in my diligence to put in more work to look for people to introduce you to so that we can grow together so this week for person of interest we have honesty and i hope that's okay andrew amen yes (laughs) after um about three hours of waiting for power trying to record and just incredible logistical failure how are you this evening i i'm in a makeshift studio how it's hot it's it's hot right are you in a like <laughs> let's not describe it it's, it's sad <laughs> but it is the beginning if you tell people uh if you tell people they'll, they'll know that we've not made it and we don't want them to and know we don't that, want so. them to know that we've not made it so we trust won't them tell them <laughs> trust the process <laughs> trust the process andrew i have a few questions yes. for you here um you why do you think i'm interviewing you today why do i think so yeah uh is that the importance that I can say to answer that question? Ooh. But uh-huh. hey, at least I I I I usually tell myself if 
if two people hear my voice and it makes them think that that man was pretty dumb i've done a good thing because i've made them think so i think we're properly you're you're just gonna make people think okay i think that's why you called me i i hmm. so for the amount of time that i've known you i think the thing that's been yes. most stressful about talking to you is that you're too deep and because you have yeah two engineering degrees i can't talk to you it's difficult i'm not that smart i, I can't talk to me okay at least you know that at least you're self aware <laughs> in in that regard oh my god how do you come up with puns because i've told the people that you're my pun dealer so um how do you come up with puns? Just tell the world. Uh, I don't even come up with puns. First of all, you fratted me out, but it's fine. <laughs> you should have just left it. You should have given me a cool like nickname, like AJ or something, or JA or something. You wanted a cool but nickname. My name. So if someone is out here trying to murder me because I have bad puns, like Casmuel, oh, he probably get so. But I don't. There's, I don't think there's a formula for coming up with puns. You just, it comes, it comes, it goes, it goes. And if you don't have it, you don't have it. Ah, if you don't have it, you don't. The more you think of a pun, the more you ruin it. So <laughs> the, the more you try and make it as as logical as possible, the the dumber it, or rather the less punnier it, it is. Well, I guess <sighs> we know where I stand. I'm the guys that don't have it, so... I'll be relying on you for a long time. We'll we'll see about getting you a nickname. We'll see about it. Oh yeah. We will see I mean, about it. Andrew, tell the people I about yourself. I tell my nicknames. Well, it's <laughs> we can start with your nicknames and then you can tell them um I guess who you are, what you do, and 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 I guess an introduction to what your story with leadership is. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, as she said, my name is Andrew uh, Jabulani. I have six names. The four that are left are not important as of now. Um, I will find I, them. I will find them. I, <laughs> uh, I, I, I. What do I do, man? I, I, I wake up every day. You know. Mm. That's the most important thing that I do every single Ooh. morning. I wake up, and I think that's my occupation for now. Waking up, because there's, there's corona everywhere. So for now, you just wake up. Um, <laughs> now I just wake up, but then, <laughs> but yeah, and I go to school, or rather, the school goes to me. I, it so, comes to you because man, the internet is a wonder. So, the internet, so I, I. I am currently pursuing studies, and yeah, that's my that's my occupation. I am a student. You are being vague, but I will not out you. I'll out you later. I'll out I'll out you like in the intro, and I tell them what the exactly process. it is that you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we will not deal in bad puns at the moment because I will miss all of them. Okay, I have no capacity. <laughs> My, I guess my my other question is is who is Andrew as a leader? Like, how do you how would you define yourself as a leader? Um, I think the first of all, it's a very heavy question. 
me just say, oh, you, you've got to be there. But I think the best way I can describe uh, myself is, or rather, because I don't think there's a difference between Andrew and Andrew the leader. Mm-hmm. I just think they're one and the same person. Mm-hmm. At who, who who chooses to present who at what time? Because that uh, I am always a leader, even when I'm not speaking. Mm-hmm. I um I guess the thing I can say is I'm the person who wants the best out of every situation. Wow. I think that's that's how how I can describe wow. myself. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to avoid saying something stupid. I want to say, yeah, now you've just covered us in quotes and things to tweet out there in the internet. <laughs> Even though I don't use Twitter uh, and my Twitter usage is embarrassing, but you know, uh, it is what it is. I don't have I don't have a book of like these quotes, by the way. Just you need to just gather them. Yeah, if anyone decides to take them, I'll be the one to take them. But you know, I need to stop like rambling. So. My questions for you are interesting. They span your your story. So we have things in here about racism and leadership, things in yes. here about self-esteem and leadership, things in here about self-acceptance and leadership. And I kind of wanted to know where you want to start. Um, let's start with the soft ones, because I feel like there are some pretty heavy ones there. Hmm. The soft ones. Things like ah, uh, well, everything is heavy. Everything is but heavy. I think racism, is, is, uh, racism is the easiest one because that's external. It's not internal. It's not an internal fight. Okay. So, okay. So set it up for yeah. us. You, you were where? What were you doing? And how did you encounter racism? And how did it find you in your leadership? I first of all, let's just say I was a boy then. I <laughs> fresh off fresh off high school, mm-hmm. um, looking for the best life out there. Mm-hmm. After having a very torrid uh, four five years in high school, mm-hmm. um, I got an opportunity to go to Germany. Mm-hmm. Was up any Germans listening to this place? Um, mm-hmm. I went to university. I went to study civil engineering mm-hmm. and I got to to be a part of a unique setup of human beings. Uh, first of all, the, the place that I went to university is not the Munich and the urban center kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in a place called Ruhr. Ruhr mm-hmm. is in like Dortmund, those sides of Dortmund. Mm-hmm. So... I went to a more semi-urban kind of environment where there were a lot of nationalist people who think of themselves first in, in like they, they just want what's best for them. Mm-hmm. I went there for three and a half years, uh, completed a degree. I did, I did a project for a year, so that's four and a half years. So, yes. Okay. By the time I was coming back, I had faced racism. Yay. Yay. But you faced racism while you were leading a team. So you, yes. your degree was set up in such a way that you had to 
a lot of your coursework happened via group work, yeah? Yes. So yes. that was kind of the context where you experienced racism, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. So <laughs> I want you to tell the story for graduation, but before you do, maybe like how did how did leading a group of people who first of all were different from you racially and then were different from you in the way that they thought about the equality of humans how did that change your leadership like what did that do to you um it made me realize that uh, you don't need to speak to move a room like you don't need to be the loudest for people to hear you hmm. and it shaped me a lot because <laughs> I was used to, I was used to, um, I was used to just being quiet. Some for some odd reason, people think I'm smart, so they just end up telling me things like, "Hey, why don't you take these people here? Why don't you bring these people here?" Mm-hmm. So when I got to that country and. You see, the, I don't even know the criteria of choosing a leader because it was not democratic. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't say, uh, pick a group of 11 people and then in amongst yourselves, pick a leader. Mm-hmm. They never said that. Mm-hmm. It was more of pick 11 people, put them together. You, African man, mm-hmm. you are the leader. Mm-hmm. I have, I had, I had, I think when this happened, it was, I was, it was in the, uh, the three, three quarter way of the year mm-hmm. um, of the first year. Mm-hmm. So I still didn't have a grip of on the German dialect as well as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But you now speak so fairly it, fluent German. Yes. So for anyone who's interested, he now speaks great. In fact, he's those people who write his WhatsApp statuses in German, which I personally think is annoying deeply Sorry. but you know yeah the man does what he wants he does what he wants uh german is a beautiful language for any germans listening don't don't mind these people but huh. yes so i didn't have a command of the language uh-huh. i didn't have i didn't have my bearings because in as much as i went there it wasn't i wasn't going to visit a family member you know i yeah, had no one yeah. to, to say you're here, so we'll take you under our wing. We'll mm. show you around. We'll show you what to do. And no one had me like that. Mm. So I had to learn things from scratch. Mm. And it taught me an abundance of just appreciating the, 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 the small wins. So as, as a leader, I think it changed me a lot because I never took note of the small things. What do you mean by small things? Um... For example, I didn't have the ability to say statements in, in German. I, if I went to a cafe mm. or a restaurant mm. and I wanted to order something, I'm black, first of all. Thoroughly like black. black. Quite. Very, very black. <laughs> uh-huh. I step into a restaurant, they look at me funny mm-hmm. because I have their money. I'm trying to speak their language. Mm. I don't have someone to cover for me. Like, you know how you'd have someone who's yeah. your friend, who's white, and... They kind of jump in you, for you. For yeah, you. yeah. So I didn't have that. So I, I, I take the steps, and then I 
I, I, I go there and I say, hey, what's up? Um, I want this and this and this. Mm. And then he looks at me for like five good minutes. And then he laughs and then he walks away and I'm left there with my money. Ooh. And, and I'm just like, so you're not going to serve me? No. Then he says, he says, he speaks in English and he says, until you learn the language properly, I will not serve you. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Right then, then I'm hungry because where I was staying, I didn't have, um, the, when you go to, to European campuses and whatnot, mm. you usually share a, a, a house with someone. Yeah. So you have your own room, which is private. Then you have the common areas, the kitchen, mm. um, the the living room and stuff like that. So living with, with five other people, I never had the chance to go and make food that I knew how to make, the, the skuma wikis and the, um, <laughs> and the rice and the ugali. Um, while they're making lasagna and and bored and sour and sour pohoten, those oh, things, they're making I... them in such... And I can't ask for food, you know, because I don't, they, they don't want to talk to me. Mm. So... The small wins, like being able to just go to the shop or go, go to the supermarket and, mm-hmm. and purchase something, mm-hmm. come back, make food for myself, eat that food, mm-hmm. find a new challenge the next day, and and so on and so forth. Because I was so con- I was so concentrated on being a master of the language, yeah. I forgot to enjoy the process of learning the language. So, hmm. do you want to tell the story about? Um, graduation, the graduation speech, that story. <laughs> uh, this story is the dumbest story ever. However, mm-hmm. I think, yes, so uh, fast forward, um, four years later, uh, we're done with the, with the degree course. We have given it our all. We, we have first class honors and we're having a good time, and yeah, there's there's really an acceptance speech for a class. Mm-hmm. So when a class is graduating, there's an acceptance speech ceremony where you go, you get your degree, and then you give an acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. So, as team leader, I was told I'm going to go last. So I said, oh, "Okay, fine." So I I I, I pieced up my biggest. Um, kickers or punchlines, motivational punchlines that I was going to say. And then the cheer, jabu, 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 which didn't happen. But that's what was happening in my head at the point of time. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the people, one of the members in my team, I love him to death. Mm. Um, he goes out. We'd had such a in four years together. Mm. You know, he didn't like me. He thought I was I was insufficient because I was black. Mm. He'd called me several names, and then <laughs> he goes up and he says, <laughs> uh, "He says the dumbest things ever." He says, "I owe everything I have done to this team. Now I don't have to. Now that I'm done." I'm going to use the PG version because it's just this channel is PG. Yeah, PG. So he says, I, I'm, I'm grateful I'm done. First class honors, you know. Um, he's speaking German now. Mm. And then he says, I hope you now finally 
I don't have to spend the rest of, of I don't have to spend any more time with this team and with the team leader. And then the team leader is just there, the only black man right there sitting there. Mm. And I'm just there. And then he said something which I can't say the channel because again PG. Because PG. But in paraphrased um, and in censored form, he says things like now you can go back to your own country you know mm. so, so i'm just there left nodding and we clap for him for some odd reason our hands just went your hands <laughs> just come together in this smacking yeah, sound they make they make sound <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um i guess <laughs> because i'm seeing there's a lot of information that we should probably not like put out um yeah in 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 the way of goodwill and in the way of like also not trying to and forgiveness and like letting things go i guess yeah anyone who's listening can imagine if if you're leading a team and, and you're the inferior one you're the one who is considered inexperienced um you know incapable yeah. incompetent not as intelligent and you're leading those people, you can kind of imagine some of the stuff that will go on. And I know that I've avoided a lot of the detail. Hopefully, one day we can go into the detail for you guys, but also for the sake of Jabulani. But at the end of four years of leading a team like that, with all its hardships and all the disrespect and all the unkindness, you what what would you say was like your biggest lesson as far as dealing with inferiority and dealing with being considered incompetent is concerned <laughs> uh, the biggest top layer version of, of, of my answer would probably be they still had to do what I tell them regardless of me being inferior and <laughs> the, the, the dumb one mm-hmm. they still had to do what I say mm-hmm. because I am their leader and that's what it's about mm-hmm. but i never had to, my biggest lesson there i never had to prove myself to them you know why not I, you are the inferior one you are the incompetent one so why weren't you trying to prove yourself because i because what they had done is they had put us in those teams so that we it's like a competition it's like survivor mm. so the more the be, the better the eleven individuals perform, the higher your ranking. Oh. So the higher you get, if when you're going for trips, the more luxurious the trips you get. What? So, what 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 had happened? Um, when I remember there's a particular point in time where where we were having a team meeting and and they were angry. People were angry in that team meeting for some odd reason. They kept saying, "I don't think we are we're meant to work together. I think we should we should ask the chancellors to to shuffle this team up, uh, shuffle the leadership, shuffle everything." I never said anything that night. Mm. Um, I went home. And I sat in my in my small room and I took out my 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 book. I've had that book ever since. I took out my book. And I wrote at the top of the corner, the right-hand corner of my of that page, I wrote, the sun will still come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I went for, I went in for, for the next day, and the, it was on a Tuesday. So every Tuesday, we'd have, um, I'd have to address them. 
to give them away for one for the week. Mm-hmm. So I remember I entered that room and I said, the sun still come out tomorrow. Ooh. And they looked at me and one of the girls in my team asked me what does that mean. I said, whether or not I'm the leader, leadership is not a title. I will still lead. Just the same way the sun will come out tomorrow. Ooh. So I think for me that's that's when I just realized this thing is not about titles. Mm. You could have zero titles and be the best leader out here. Yeah. And have all the titles and be the worst leader out here. Because the titles also seemed not to mean anything. You know, you would think that they, they the moment you're like, oh, this is your leader, it means things like respect and honor and and collaboration and kindness. And then you got the title leader and then it meant absolutely nothing in light yeah. of that that privilege that, you know, people normally think that being a leader is like a privileged experience. And sometimes it is if yes. if you're in a context that has the kinds of resources that you need for that privilege. But otherwise, yeah. leadership can be completely a crappy experience. And for sure. Yeah. So we will be back after the break to talk about um, self-esteem and self-acceptance and leadership. Break time, Judy here. Hello, how are you? Hoping you're enjoying the guest. Um, one day there will be ads here. One day. But until then, uh, grab yourself more drinks, more snacks. Um, switch up the chores that you're doing. You know, continue listening so that we, we continue to learn. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Thank you for staying this far. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, see you. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Andrew, because you are not in this room with me. But technology, hallelujah, has just saved all of us. Hmm? Whew. For sure. So, uh, next, I, I, oh, this this is going to be heavy, real heavy. I want to go into... Bring up the tissues. Um, maybe, Nico, Nico, I'm surrounded by fabric. I will figure it out. <laughs> I will work it out. Um. Yeah, I want to talk about. So this the the you you your your first big experience with leadership was leading these teams of students through engineering like school, yeah, and that was four years, and there was yeah. graduation, and there was projects, etc. etc. Now, which yeah. is kind of how we met, you and I met in a creative team, where yes. you he plays guitar. Okay, guys. So other than having two and a half degrees, he also plays guitar and directs musicians at times um, in, in our church where we, where we both serve, which is kind of where we met. So in, in <laughs> what does an, an MD do? Let's just talk about what an MD does. MDs, all MDs are liars. Let's just talk ah, about ah, that thing we know. You're destroying yeah, my followership. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? But no, no, no. In all seriousness and all fairness, I think the MD is just um, the steering wheel of a car. He just, he just, where you tell him to go, he'll go. Mm-hmm. So he he works for you. Yeah. Who is so, you? Who is you? Who is the you in that statement? Uh, the you is the 
the worship leader who's who's leading at that time mm-hmm. or any musician. Mm-hmm. Um, and his job is just to piece things together in a in a in a in a way that the, the other instrumentalists can understand. Because mm-hmm. most times um, the language that the worship leader speaks and what the band speaks can be a bit different because mm-hmm. of um, the technicality. Technicality. So, hey. Yes. Huh? When you turn around there and then you just hear these people go like, no, one, you know, one, yeah, one, <laughs> one, four, one, four. <laughs> you like six, eight. Ah, one, four, four. Ah, <laughs> two, I live with, I live with Kabisa, except like if they're also that musically, last way for sure. You know, Shout out to yeah. Bethwell. Bethwell. Yeah, to make a shout out to the podcast. Now, in the spirit still of forgiveness and all of that stuff, um, yeah. we we will try and discuss this as respectfully as possible because the point is not like the drama and the yeah. sauce and the juice. The point yes. is the, yeah. the lessons, yeah? For sure. So you you come back more or less from Germany with your degree and you've been going to this church and then our creative department leader, our pastor, um, decides that he wants you to be more involved. And that's kind of where you begin your journey towards leading the band um, in ICC. Shout out to ICC guys, by the way. Mm -hmm. Shout out to ICC. I think... What I can say is the thing that most people don't know is the fact that the band, the first band that I was given to direct rejected me because I didn't, I didn't know, I wasn't as good as they were. Mm. Um, they, they felt the need to want, again, it's the same situation with my, with, uh, with Raudem daughter, because mm. that's, that's my German. Mm. So same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, and people people have an informed opinion on what a leader should look like. Mm-hmm. And what you are mm. is the moon and the earth far, far away from each other. From what they expect. Yeah. So the first team that I was given to lead rejected me. So I I had I had to, to face that. I had because there's nothing that running away ever solves. Mm-hmm. It would, it would have been so much easier to just say to just tell the creative pastor, ah, you guys, I can't do it, you know. These mm. guys don't want me, mm. so out. Or even just leave and not say anything. Yeah. But the process of standing up for what you believe in mm-hmm. and for the faith that, that people have have put in you, mm-hmm. then you just have to face it. So I had to to face that and admit that. Yes, there were days where I'd be inadequate because mm-hmm. no one is, is complete. Mm-hmm. But I knew that even in my inadequacy, the best would come out of the team. What was it like to um, have to deal with people that thought you were inadequate? So you're towing the line between I want to be, I want this to be as drama free as possible, but also these. I don't like the way these people see me. What did you do about that? Kept telling myself, 
everyone has an opinion, but not every opinion. Everyone's opinion, everyone has, everyone is entitled to an opinion, mm-hmm. but not every opinion is entitled to be heard. Ooh. So, myself. But so you. I just say that every, every morning. Mm-hmm. Still do. I had, I, I mean, there were days where I'd make a decision and people overruled it, mm-hmm. not even less, you know, that they've overruled it. Mm-hmm. But I'd still have to say, you know what? I have a job here. Not really a job, but I have a task here at mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. that I need to complete. And there are days where I need to be your friend and there are days where I need to be your leader. Mm-hmm. So, Can you talk yes. about that a bit? Like, towing the line between and and. I, I completely understand what you're saying because a lot of the people that we work with are our friends, like people that we're yes. also learning and learning alongside and growing with. So I know that personally, I I I just, yeah, if you could talk to us about leading your friends um, in a situation like yours, which has its own mix of like, you know, disregard ETC. So how yeah. that, kind of worked for you or how it's been working for you? Um, first of all, uh, friendship is attraction. You are someone's friend because you're attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it means you see something in them that you don't have or that you'd want to have. Mm-hmm. So leading this this particular set of people, we're all raised from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. We're all raised differently. Some are raised by single parents. Some mm-hmm. are raised by both parents. Mm-hmm. Some have been raised by no parents. So there's always an innate uh, feeling to always revert to your primal instincts. That is, fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think the the part where when it became easier for me was, I told myself if I ask someone how they are, mm-hmm. then I have to be, I have to really want to know the answer. Because otherwise. Just because otherwise, I'd <laughs> be myself. Mm. You know, yeah. if I meet someone on the hallway and I say, "Hey, how are you?" Even if I'm in a hurry, mm-hmm. I need to stand there, listen to the answer, because mm-hmm. that's how you get to know where this person is at and where they're coming from. Because mm-hmm. if you just say, "Hey, how are you?" and then they say, uh, "I'm," then you just say, "No, I'm in a hurry. I'm going for a meeting." Mm-hmm. You're pushing them away then, rather than pulling them closer. Yeah. So I decided to go for the heart instead of what they present. Mm. You know? I don't know. Not draw. deep. So What should we conclude? Like, what's the thing? What should we learn from you? Bible says, "From the heart stems all the issues of life." Mm. So if someone is repulsive. Mm-hmm. Then check the heart. Just check where the heart is at. You know? Okay. Okay. Pick them. Pick them out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways. Oh my gosh, there's so many rabbit holes in this conversation. But so many. My next question uh, is: Why is it difficult to lead with low self-esteem? Because you don't believe in what you're saying in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> You mm-hmm. just don't believe what you're telling people to do. Because mm-hmm. you're not sure of yourself. You're not sure of what you want. You're not sure of where you're going. And uh, the, the self part of self-esteem mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 
as clear as day. If you if you're a driver of a car and you don't know where you're going, if you don't know the directions, and you're ferrying people around in your car, mm. and you don't believe in your driving skills, you'll probably end up in an accident because you'll be too cautious. Yeah. Of, I can't do this. Why am I here? Probably there's someone better to drive this car. Mm. There's a reason why you have a driver's license. There's a reason why you're in that car. There's a reason why you're driving. Mm. So I truly believe that self-esteem is the biggest um, killer of, of leaders. Mm-hmm. Because self-esteem is an internal battle, you know. Okay. Nothing outside. I think there's just like 5% of the things that are said outside Mm -hmm. build us. 95% of what is said is from the inside. Mm. So that's self-talk. That thing that you tell yourself when you're feeling inadequate or when you're... That pep talk. That pep talk. Or that pep talk. Which you have a lot of. Guys, Andrew has so many things, so many quotes. That he says to himself, Atawambia, he'll tell you as he pleases. Um, when did you first realize that you had accepted yourself? And how did this shape your approach to leadership? I think I thought about that, by the way, some, some time ago. And I said, there's never, if I tell you a when and a where, mm. that will be an event. Okay. You know? Okay, yeah. It, it'll be it'll be an event happened mm-hmm. and I accepted myself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But leadership leadership is not about events and 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 time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Most times people confuse leadership with intensity and Ooh. and acting events and, and being authoritative mm-hmm. and being powerful and being revered or feared mm-hmm. in any way shape or form mm-hmm. but to me truly le- leadership is just consistency oof come on i should really so be I tell serious myself mm-hmm. every day, i never accepted myself but i tell myself every day you you you're the good job you can do this mm-hmm. every single time mm-hmm. i wake up even when i'm going to sleep i tell myself hmm, Good job, leader. And maybe the, the thing that I've done most of the day is just walk around, see my cats doing the craziest of things and come back to bed. To sleep. <laughs> but you're like, yeah. But you. like, yeah. You've woken up. You're, you're a leader. You've mm-hmm. led people in making up. You know? hey. Even if I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I have. You know? Yeah. Because it's not about events. I don't think... Most times people peg... Um, their leadership with defining moments. Mm, yeah. Which is definitely okay. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely okay. But I think every day presents a new challenge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And today's accompli- and today's accomplishments will never cover up with tomorrow's challenges. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't peg what I did in Germany mm-hmm. to what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. This is a different challenge. It's a different scenario. It's a different environment. Yeah. And if I use that accolade here, mm. I might end up losing more people mm-hmm. than bringing more people in to a team that I'm in. So consistency is key. Oof. Okay. So no events. It's not one day, no. one bright morning type of thing. It's you did it every single day. You spoke to yourself daily. You did the thing every yeah. day. 
I guess it's like love. Oh, do you want to go there? Just do you want to One go second. there? <laughs> okay. Ah, this is the best explanation that I can give. <laughs> um, you ask someone if they if you're in love with someone, mm. and you tell them, "When did you know I was? When did you know you loved me?" Yeah. They probably won't tell you. Yeah. They won't say this day on this date mm. or something of his sort. Mm. It's in the little things when he wakes up in the morning and he texts you in the morning mm-hmm. before he even thinks about himself. Hey, he texts you. Come on now. When he when he's going to buy food and mm. he brings you back food without you asking Mm-mm. the little things. Mm. Mm? When when he gets home and the first thing he does is to tell you that he's gotten home. Yeah. It's in the little things. Yeah. Then over a period of time, the little things add up, and one day you sit and you say, "I think I love him." Where? Wow. Yeah. Wow! So, <laughs> that's, that's I was I, I was so afraid. married gurus here. You've not seen the way on YouTube people are exposing gurus. I'm like, yo, we're not we're not out here trying to be anyone's guru. It's yeah, it's please YouTube gurus expose us. <laughs> <laughs> it's we hard apologize. work. It's really hard work. Um. I guess my my closing questions would be do you think there's a difference yeah. between leading professional by no professional is the wrong word do you think there's a difference between leading um technical oh technical is the wrong word but like engineers versus creatives by creatives I mean musicians because there are very many so was there a difference for you between leading one type of people and another type of people uh i don't believe that mm-hmm. i believe that there there are different people i believe that there those are two different sides of of a coin yeah mm-hmm. but i think that the defining point in that is the jabu factor the you the person the me yeah. the person the mm-hmm. leader mm-hmm. where when i'm leading the team and i go home the things I do in the team are the things I do at home. Mm-hmm. I I tell my elder brother, okay, so I think we should do this. I think you should close that curtain, hijack, close it, Kavizuri, mm-hmm. close it again properly. Mm-hmm. And he's way older, and he'll do it. Yeah. Not because he can't say so. Well, fine, he can. He can. But yeah. He he can't. It's just a thing. He'll just open it again and close it, and then say, "Is it okay?" Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Yeah, it's good." Mm-hmm. And when I come to, to to the creative space in the in the organization and I say, I don't think we ended that song well, mm-hmm. let's do this. Mm-hmm. So that they can't say, as we think it ended well. Yeah. But they just can't. Mm-hmm. Because there's that me factor. Yeah. So I do believe that shaping your leadership style mm-hmm. makes even the most different of worlds the same. Oh, hey, I have so many quotes coming out of this experience. Glory. Hmm, so glad. Um, I guess my last question is, in the process of becoming a, a leader currently, today in the here and now, what's difficult? Yeah. What's challenging you? What's challenging to me? Yeah, ha- what's challenging to you and how are you choosing to see it as as a place where you can find gold and meaning? Um, 
I think I'm the biggest challenge out there. Hey. As a leader. <laughs> I am the biggest challenge. Like I challenge myself so much. Mm. I tell myself, Yani, you couldn't even have made them better, you know? Mm. You just wasted that time. Shame on you, Jabu. Mm-hmm. And you see that that's that's positive criticism because I'm not looking down upon myself. I'm telling myself, I know I should have done better. I know I could have done better, you know? Mm. And the things that I, I I pick I pick up things every day when I'm when I'm doing my life. Yeah. Um usually what happens is Whenever I'm afraid, because I get afraid, mm. let's, let's not lie, brother. I get afraid, I get inferior. Mm. I feel all the negative emotions that people feel. Mm. But there's something that I learned. I learned that courage is not an inside thing. Mm-hmm. Like, courage is not something. You can say, I'm going to take four weeks, come back, I'll be full of courage. Mm-hmm. Courage is the things that is is built off of relationships. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if if you're in a tough situation, yeah. and I and I say as a leader, and I say, I can't do this, man. There'll be someone that say, you can do this. I believe in you. That's courage. Mm-hmm. They they spur you on to keep pushing mm-hmm. because we get tired as leaders, mm-hmm. and we usually, I mean, most part of our lives, we lose more of who we were mm-hmm. than what we gain. You know. Because the things that I did before I was a leader, I can't do them right now. Because I'm, it's been imprinted in my mind that people, the team, everyone else comes first. Mm-hmm. Then I come second, you know? Mm-hmm. So the idea of having courage built around people means that you have to have people around you, you know? Yeah. You can't do it alone. So I think the biggest challenge that, that, that comes about is the, the fact that I always have to know that I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Mr. Philosopher. Hmm? Yes. Um, yes. I think you can... <laughs> Thank you, first of all, um, so much for your time and your presence. My pleasure. Um, I know that you've left us here with Twitter quotes and all of those things, but... I guess <laughs> we're grateful. There was actually WhatsApp status coming up. Tune in, everybody. Just look at him there. He's a bit off social media, so um, WhatsApp is all he has. Come out, you want to stalk him? You kind of just have to go through the pod and figure out yeah. who he is and where he is. Thank you so much. There's a lot to think about yeah. in this episode, but you were great, and I'm very grateful for you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, did I did I get to say my plan today? Ah, no, but but uh-huh. just wait, just uh-huh. wait. We're getting that plan right now. It's a wrap, people. Oh, thank you for coming. Thank you for spending your time with me. I value it. I hope you found this helpful, found this useful. Um, I will see you next time. Please like and rate this podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Um, and follow me, us, me, us, us, 
on on social media on the leader process on instagram and the leader process on medium where i i i write about leadership and you can let me know what you guys want to hear about and what you want to talk about and what you want us to explore on there thank you for your time and i will see you next time whoop, whoop. <laughs> was that cringe probably thank you